Hey, Scofflaws, it's Sean here. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode and the next are going to be our audio from our live show at Anime Central uh, that we did on behalf of the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Um, the next two episodes are not going to have much of any audio editing happening uh, just because that's not what the people who tuned into the stream got, and I feel to give uh, give you all that different from what it was originally given to everyone as would be disingenuous. Uh, sort of like the Star Wars remakes. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, no, uh, pretty much what I'm going to do is I'm just going to split the audio in half because we ran about 45 minutes. That's about double what our normal episodes are. And uh, yeah, I'm just giving you this intro and uh, I'll come back at the end and do the normal outro stuff. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy, um, but the only thing I'm probably going to do is just turn up the volume a bit on the intro since that was that was playing through my phone speaker at the time. But yeah, I uh, hope you enjoy. Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, Christians, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional. This show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Prepared. <laughs> Welcome to the Scofflaws, a history of law and disorder. I am Sean, the king of the pirates, and with me as always is my lovely co-host Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. So, Kate, we are uh, we are here live at ASEN on behalf of the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Yeah, we are. Regular listeners will know that we are members, cast members of the Bristol Renaissance Fair, and they gave us this amazing opportunity to be able to record in a place together. We don't see each other's face ever. Yeah, no, this is disorientating. I, disorienting? That's the right word. He's hairier in person, let me tell you that. Well, they can see. <laughs> <laughs> but can they? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, now we are here at ASEN. Um, I am uh, dressed as the king of the pirates, Monkey D. Luffy of the anime One Piece, as is appropriate for where we are. I'm, I'm just a, a general pirate. I don't know. I had a corset, and I borrowed a hat. <laughs> so, as it, uh, as it should be obvious, we are talking about pirates today. Yeah! So, Sean, what's a pirate? Um, a high seas bandit. Yeah! Of... Of treasure and love and women and uh, devil fruit powers? This is the closest you've ever gotten to a topic we're talking about. And I can actually promise you he didn't look at this one because I'm the only one that has it up. Yeah. No, it's not like we didn't uh, didn't get everything ready like this morning. Not at all. Not at all. Um, okay, so when when does piracy, when did piracy occur? When are we talking about for Golden Age of Piracy? I'm not allowed to look at the notes. No, he's not. Um, 
the age of the tricorn hat, um, I don't know, like the 1600s, 1700s? We did talk about this. Um, if you harken back to our uh, Highwayman episode, Sean measures time in hats. And tricorn hat is 17th uh, and 18th century. But yeah, so the golden age of piracy is between 1650 and 1726, specifically. Um, I'm trying to do the math on how many years that is, and I am too tired from getting this all set up to do that. <laughs> um, and we all know I'm not the math person. But there are three periods in piracy history. There's the Buccaneer period. Not Buccaneer. Buccaneer. The Canadian Buccaneers. Don't insult those people. They're close to where I'm from. <laughs> uh, we've got the Barbary period. Which, if anyone knows sea shanty, she's sea shanties. That's a thing. Um, and then the privateer period. So these are like three separate periods in pirate, the golden age of piracy. But pirates have been around for as long as humans have been around. Well, as long as humans have been around, or as long as humans found that things will float on the water. That that too. That's. Hey, I threw this piece of wood in the in the stream, and it stayed on top of the stream. Let's go pillage. <laughs> and that's how piracy got started. Um, so, Sean, why why did people become pirates in the golden age of piracy? Um, to find... I don't know. Um, I was going to make a One Piece reference, but that would be about the, what, third one in a minute? And I have no idea, as per usual, what this means. To find Raphael and uh, become the king of the pirates. No. N no. no. Um, so basically, each era had a different reason for them to become pirates. Uh, buccaneers were just pig hunters, named after buca uh, buccaneers, which are the pigs themselves. Pig hunters. Pig hunters in the Caribbean. And they were hired by the governors of the islands in the Caribbean to pillage, spend... To hunt weapons. those wild sea pigs! Yar! And that is what our new name for the Spanish is. Oh, God. Uh, um, we, have, we have listeners in the UK, not Spain, and we never will now. Exactly. Um, also, uh, they became pirates, not just pseudo-privateers, because the um, they just started attacking every ship. So, like, when the English ships and the French ships started coming in, they started attacking them, which made them pirates. Um, do you know what a privateer is, besides Ansel? Um, <laughs> Ansel, by the way, is the guy who does that, that fine British voice that starts every episode. And he uh, plays a privateer at the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Yep. Now, I've watched enough Pirate of the Caribbean movies to know that Jack Sparrow doesn't like them. Um... I mean, my understanding is they're, like, like outsourced Navy. Sort of. They're pirates with government approval. So they're the ones who um, go out and, like, pillage ships and stuff. But they have what's called a letter of Mark. And a guy named Mark did not write these letters. It's M-A-R-Q-U-E. Yeah, I make jokes sometimes, too. <laughs> um, it's a letter of Mark where it gives them permission to pillage and raid ships. If only, I want, when did that stop? When did it stop being a thing where you could have the, have a government say, 
We want you to break the law for us. In the 1710s. 1710s. Which brings us to our third age of piracy, when the privateers got pissed off because there were no more wars and turned into pirates because they lost their jobs. (laughs) Well, you might not be paying us anymore, but we're still going to keep sailing and pillaging and lighting things on fire. Come at us, bro. (laughs) Um, So what do you know the average life expectancy of a pirate once they became a pirate? Um, 42 moons. Three years. So I don't know how many moons become what. Uh, if we're going by a moon being a month, I was oh, pretty you close. close. Wow. <laughs> He's right today. <laughs> uh, um. Don't get that very often. <laughs> so pirates, after, between the time they become a pirate and the time they die, it's three years um, of lots of money, a pretty okay life. Life on a ship wasn't amazing, but it was like they didn't have people so much telling what, them what to do because it was super egalitarian. Like, it's, it sounds very like the rock star lifestyle of mm-hmm. like before there were rock stars. Mm-hmm. Burn out and leave a beautiful corpse. Exactly. They were Mick Jaggers if Mick Jagger only survived three years. It's, I, I mean, he would probably look less like a mummy than he does now. True. Very, very true. Um, so why did the age of piracy end? Um... I'm not sure. Um, I know it's not because the, the navies of the world got better at what they're doing. Actually, that is the reason why. Really? <laughs> Mark this down, listeners. Sean has been right like three times now about something. He's like using up his quota for the year. Four more and I get a free sub. <laughs> so uh, basically, the pirates, the, the, the safe havens became more secure and like became colonized. And um, the uh, the naval presence of all the countries that were being impacted by this increased in the um, in in the world of piracies. So they were getting caught more. So they just decided to stop. Just just quit it. Just stop. It's not fun anymore, guys. <laughs> um. So what? Some things that the pirates did that was kind of what their life was like. Um, the average pirate ship contained twice the amount of men than a normal sailing ship. Huh. So they could outnumber anybody that they come across. Well, I, I guess if you don't have the top-of-the-line equipment, you just zerg rush people. Exactly. Um, they also doubled the amount of cannons on their ships. They would hollow out sailing ships and put, like, a shit ton of cannons. Man. How how awful did that have to smell? You got people that are probably two to a hammock, yep. and everything reeks of gunpowder. Exactly. It's it's not glamorous. They ate sea biscuits, not not the horse, the actual biscuit. Um, and those were also commonly referred to as hardtack, where they just tasted gross and you broke your teeth off eating it if you had teeth left. <laughs> hardtack, a sailor's breakfast. <laughs> Um, also, they didn't steal as much gold as people thought. Most of it was, uh, they were stealing food and alcohol. They were the great revelers of the high seas. Oh, it had to come from somewhere. Of course it did. Um, so, Sean, who are some notable captains that you know of? 
and pirates in general. I could make jokes here about like cartoon pirates, but I'm saving that for like a like an off air episode. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I guess the most obvious one would be like Blackbeard. Like everyone Blackbeard. knows who Blackbeard is. Yeah, Blackbeard's real name is Edward Teach. Um, and Sean, guess where he's from? Um, I've played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, so I'm gonna guess Virginia? No, he's from Bristol, England! Oh! He's our connection! <laughs> uh, basically... It all comes together. The red strings start lining up. <laughs> um, so basically, he was a sailor... And then um, became a pirate for some unknown reason, because most of these women, people... Women, money, and booze. Most of these people, we don't know their early life, and the history of pirates by a guy who people think is actually um, the guy who wrote Robinson Crusoe, um, but used a pseudonym. Um, don't ask me his name, because I forgot, and I can't And I've never enough. even read it. Uh, it's basically a very detailed and fabricated history of all real pirates. Um, so, Black... The very detailed and entirely made-up history of real people. Exactly! It's where a lot of the legends actually came from, because it was written in 1723, I think, and then has been revised um, almost every decade since. Um, but basically, he was, um really scary because he was so big i i know that feeling that's that's how i got through um pretty much my entire time at school <laughs> he was he was head and shoulders above all the rest of the men he was very broad set he had this really angry looking face with a very black beard that he like trimmed in almost a chin strap um and he helped establish the republic of pirates <laughs> He was one of the founding members. Vote or die, vote or die. Exactly. Um, his ship was called the Queen Anne's Revenge, which is kind of funny because the Spanish War of Succession was called, um, also called the Queen Anne Queen Anne's War in England. So the name his, the name of his ship is kind of like propelling the so war he was, on. He was being ironic. Yeah. Blackbeard was the first hipster. You hear, heard it here, folks. First. This is, uh, Blackbeard was the first hipster. I was mocking the Spanish before it was cool. Um, but let's be real, English have been mocking the Spanish for millennia. Since there's been Spanish. Exactly. Um, <laughs> who else do you know of real pirates, not um, fictional? Oof. Um. Uh, and Bonnie is one that comes to mind. Anne Bonnie, yeah, she was a real person. Um, she was actually, her story is really interesting. She and Mary Reed were the two female pirates that Calico Jack Rackham added to his crew. He was known for inviting female crew members. And um, she is Irish. She grew up in Ireland. Um, she and Mary Reed are both illegitimate children. Like, hmm. she was um, the child of... Um, her her mother was a maid, and her father was maid's employer, a lawyer. Um, and they moved out to the country to, you know, not be shamed. And then she married some American 
or guy that was going to the Americas. Like you do. To get out of Ireland. Like you do. Yeah, as you do. And then he met, she met Calico Jack Rackham, jumped on his ship and became his wife. Um, And then her best friend is Mary Reed. Mary Reed actually joined the Royal Navy as a man. Um, She, from her childhood, always dressed as a boy because... Her grandmother wouldn't accept a granddaughter. She would only accept a grandson. She was So she was posing as her brother for most of her life. Um, and then she joined the Royal British Navy, married a sailor, um, and then when he died in Amsterdam, became a pirate um, and ended up at one point joining Calico Jack's crew. And the only reason that they found out that she was a woman is because Anne Bonny approached her and said, hey, I want to have sex with you. And she's like, actually, um, that's how the history of pirates go. I think it went a little different. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's some ground rules. It has to be in a completely dark room, and you might get splinters. <laughs> thank God it went there. I was trying so hard. To find some way to make a joke that was not was not trans insensitive. <laughs> it was so hard. Um, so <laughs> I just killed everyone in the room. <laughs> so basically, um, my theory, and this is actually supported by historians, Anne Bonny and Mary Reed did have an actual sexual relationship after Anne Bonny found out that Mary Reed was a woman, because who the fuck cares? <laughs> um, but all the, the recorded histories from the last three centuries have been, oh, once once Anne Bonny found out Mary Reed was a woman, then it's okay if she screws a man, that's fine. Because lesbians didn't exist until, like, the 1900s. Oh, of course not. Anyway, uh, so they were both captured uh, with Calico with Calico Jack and um, were tried and convicted and sentenced to hang. Um, that, that seems to be the popular way to go. It was. They both pled the belly. Do you know what that means? Um, I know it's not when you, like, call for something that make you very ill when you go to the electric chair. <laughs> so basically, um, it they their executions got stayed because they were both pregnant. Ah. With Calico Jack's children, according to some histories. Um, and Mary Reed died in childbirth. We don't know what happened to her kid. There are absolutely no reports. And um So so somewhere out there in the world there's a there's a hidden pirate line. Exactly. And no one knows what happened to Anne Bonny. We don't know if she escaped, if she died, if like what happened. So uh, when I looked her up, everything had just question marks after her year of birth. It was just question marks over and over again. So we don't know what happened to Anne Bonny, but um, she walks the earth to this day. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, do you do you know anybody else, or should I should I find the other ones? Um. I would have said Rackham. Uh, I always said it Rackham. Mm. I always thought it was Rack N A M. Is that not how it's spelled? No, it's Rackham. Rackham. Like Rackham up. Rackham up. Hmm. I think Assassin's Creed lied to me. 
That or I'm saying it wrong. It's very likely. I don't know. They're all bad. You get two dyslexics in a room together, and we just can't read anything. Yeah. Um. So I think it's I think it's your turn because I'm out of ammo. So one of the most notable pirates in all of history is Captain William Kidd. Um, he was Scottish, uh, and he was part of the pirate round. He established the pirate round in the East Indies. Um, they made a shit ton of money over there. Like, a ton. It was the most profitable place for pirates to pillage. Why was that? Um, because it's where most of the money was coming from. The East Indies was, like, all the spices, all the fabric. Um, Spice is necessary for space travel. Spice expands the consciousness. There's your Dune reference. You have a list, right? <laughs> Up here, yeah. Things that Kate needs to watch, apparently. Um, but he, he established the pirate round, which is actually referenced in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and... I assume, I assume the actual pirate round wasn't on an island made out of broken ships with, uh, God, who was it? It was some big rock star that was like Jack's dad. Who was Blackbeard? Keith Richards. The peanut gallery just told me Keith Richards. It's been a long time since I've seen it. That's actually my favorite one, though. Um, no, it uh, that actually was modeled after the Republic of the Pirates, which Keith Richards didn't he play Blackbeard. Maybe I don't know, but they they had a bit of historical references in there, but they called it the Pirate Round, so it wasn't quite right. Pop culture. The Pirates of the Round Table. <laughs> um, but. Man, that would have made Arthurian legend much more interesting to me when I was in, like, junior high, if it was about, like, night pirates. The Arthurian legends weren't interesting to you in middle school? Uh, maybe they just didn't teach it right. All we got to read was, like, La Morte d'Arthur. So I caught the... It was, like, coming in at, like, the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Well, that is the most popular used Arthurian text. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, I get it, but, I mean, it would have been nice to have context for why I should care about everyone. It's middle school. You don't get context. Um, so, Captain Kidd is actually really interesting because he was given a pardon by the King of England and uh, given a letter of Mark and then went sailing off into the Americas and then was pillaging a French ship. But this was actually all a political setup. So he goes and pillages a French ship on the orders of the King, but then um, he gets arrested for piracy and uh, all of his papers mysteriously go missing. And he gets hanged. Yeah, he gets hanged in Boston Harbor in 1720-something. Um, or seven, the 1710s or 20s. Uh, he gets hanged in Boston Harbor. Uh, he's When pirates are hanged, they're given the opportunity to renounce their, renounce their trade. And um, Do they still get hanged, though? Yeah. It saves, them, it saves them in the hearts of the people or whatever, they say renounce or die. Um, it's actually really similar to witchcraft deaths, which we'll cover in a later episode. Um, but he you still it. die, but you still die, but you, you die. can say we're right before you die, and that's the important part. So William Kidd did not renounce piracy. He like touted why the would great you about it? What would be the point of it? It doesn't save you. It doesn't. I mean, you get to either go out as someone who, like, gave up at the end, or you can say, no, fuck you. <laughs> Hang me. I don't care. 
Um, he talked about the glories of drink and women and everything that pirates expound. And a pirate's pirate. He was a pirate's pirate. And I don't remember if he was pushed or if he just ran and jumped and hung himself. But I like to imagine the latter. I do too. Like he just ran and jumped and he was then decapitated after he was hung. And uh, his head was put on a pike and actually first sent to London, put on a pike on London Bridge. Whole time like this. Traitor's death. Um, so that that's where traitors go because piracy is a form of treason. For for a second, I thought you meant like merchants and not like people who turn against someone. But wow, traders England didn't traders. like merchants back in the day. <laughs> All right, and that's part one of our pirates episode. Uh, tune in next week for part two. Uh, aside from that, uh, if you liked our podcast, as always, we ask that you leave us a review and a five-star rating on, uh, well, I guess we should start saying Apple Podcasts, as that's what's actually called now. But whatever you listen to the, the show on, we uh, don't really pay much, if anything, to advertise, and word of mouth really does help like s- spread the word for us. And we, we really do appreciate everything that you guys do. Um, if you want to back us in a more uh, substantial, more physical way, you can always donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash scofflawspodcast. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, scofflawspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, scofflawspodcast. Um, pretty much everything except Twitter is scofflawspodcast. Uh, Twitter, which I don't think we've done much of right now, is uh, scofflawscast. But... Yeah, no, um, I hope you guys like it, and uh, we'll be back with you next week with uh, part two. Uh, so I know I don't want to leave you guys uh, hanging high and dry with uh, with the silly law. So uh, breaking into the episode right now, I have here a, a dumb law for Ohio. Women are prohibited from wearing pant leather shoes in public. So there you go. Um, see you guys next week with the rest of Pirates, and, uh, have a good one. Bye-bye.